Hello and welcome to another episode of I'm Talking to the Same Friend for the Third Time, also known as Offbeat Grad. Um, I'm not talking to myself today, so that's exciting, but I'm bringing back my friend Isabel, who I've talked to a few different times on this podcast as we follow her journey to getting a job because she just graduated um, in the spring and she's still out there looking, but changes have been made, so we're going to get an update on that. She has a really funny story to share about like a job application gone wrong, which is cringy and I love it. And then finally, we're going to talk a little bit about working online because that's sort of the point of this podcast. And yeah, so let's get into it. Introduce yourself for the third time. Hey, everybody, it's me, Isabel Rodriguez, the girl who's been here twice already, and I know what you're wondering. Does she have a job yet? Nope. I'm just, that's exactly why I'm on this podcast, because I don't yet. You do, though. Oh, <laughs> I mean, I do, but not the job that, like, the one where I, you know, sh- I mean, yeah, it's it's one where I show up places, but this it's a part-time job, you know, just you like it. a retail job. Yeah, a retail wage. job. Yeah, at mini- barely minimum wage. I'm I'm making less than what I made at my other minimum wage job. <laughs> She's making less than I made at my minimum wage job, which yeah. is saying something, because honestly. But I was like, you know what? I'm broke, so I, I can't say anything. And also yeah. I'm bored, so I also can't say anything. True. <laughs> this is not the time when you when you're picky. I think, honestly, here's the weird thing about applying to jobs. You'll never get a job until you already have a job. You know what? Yes, because, like, all of a sudden, like, okay, I was applying to all, because I realized very quickly I needed to get a part-time job real quick because I know that, you know, when you first graduate, it's going to be a while before you get It really is. Like, literally, I didn't get mine until October, and I, you see, I had, like, crappy retail jobs waiting for that Yeah, so I had to, and literally, like, I, okay, I already have, like, two years of, like, experience, even though it's restaurant, but I wanted to go into retail, but so I was all thinking, like, maybe no one's going to reply to me, because I only have, like, restaurant, and, like, I was applying to a bunch of places, and for, like, a while, like, nobody was responding to me, and I was like, wow, I was getting very desperate. I was, like, trying to, like, I was going to walk in, like, to places and be like, "Uh, are you hiring? That's how (laughs) desperate it is. And then all of a sudden, like, I got two different, like, um, offers for interviews at the jobs. One of them was like, we'll call you later, but I'll, like, I already knew the vibe, and I was like, okay, you're not gonna call me later. You already made your decision on me. And then the other one, like, literally, the lady's like, oh, I'm gonna contact you guys Monday. Monday came, and she's like, are you interested? I was like, heck yeah. She's like, all right. And I was like, awesome. That's the weird rule of jobs. Like, you suddenly get so many offers once you already have a job. But that's the thing, like, right after I got, like, 15 different, like, calls, like, people were calling my house, like, from all these other places that I thought ignored me, because they were all like, hi, are you still interested? Because, oh, oh, because it's seasonal coming up, so I think they were very, yeah, so I was like, oh, that makes sense, but this one was, like, like, a part-time, like, not just for their seasons, I was like, yeah, I'll take that. Yeah, I think it helps with, like, easing the desperation, so you can actually take time to find a job that doesn't suck, you know? Mm-hmm. I know, but okay, nice leeway. I actually recently had someone give me like a serious job offer for like a big girl job. Like, and it's so weird because it's on LinkedIn, which is all like, I feel like that's like the fakest thing ever. Like, I've never heard about anybody just being like, 
Yeah, like somebody being like, I was just hanging on LinkedIn and someone just slid into my DMs and offered me a job, offered me a job. You mean offered you a scam? Yeah, because I thought it was. I was like, and they were like, yeah, because we like your, it sounds like a pitch because we've got, if you, listen, if you've like applied to any job, like you, you know, it. there's people like from like anywhere who are like, oh yeah, we saw your profile. Like, do you want to stand at Sam's Club and like sell hair dryers or something? <laughs> that's not, that's not what they say, but that's what the job is. They're like, yes. you're a consulting firm. Yeah, they're so, like, this is business marketing. sales, marketing and yeah. like marketing in the parking lot of Costco. Yeah. It's all like, oh, yeah, I'm really going to learn how to market there. It's like fake. But this lady was all like, yeah, I'm offering you this position. I looked it up. It was like an HR company, HR consulting, which is more specific than like anything because they're usually just like, oh, it's a consulting firm. And I'm like, okay. But this one was like, no, we are specific with HR. And then I was like, I was thinking that they were trying to hire me for a company that was like you know using them but they're like no no it's for our company and i was like please don't tell me it's like a call job or something and then they oh. sent me the job description and it was actually you saw it was like actually interesting and looked way legit and i was all like i mm. want this job so bad right now and i, I <laughs> i'm like so desperate i want this job like it's very obvious and anyways recent i contacted her recently because i was like hey she was like after she sent me the job position she was like yeah like let me know when you're available to talk. And I was like, literally anytime. <laughs> but she hasn't replied to me. And I'm like, please don't leave me on read like this. I really want this job so bad. <laughs> I told you to email her. I hope you did. I tried. I went onto her LinkedIn to try to find contact. But all I had was like websites and then her LinkedIn. And I if was like. If you go to the website, you might find an email address. I did. I tried looking. I was oh. like, I know. I'm just going to I'm going to message her on LinkedIn again and be like, "If you want to contact me for the rest of the week, here's my like availability for talking." So hopefully she will take the opportunity. Oh, that's stressful, but hopefully she actually is real and it's not like a multi-level marketing pyramid scheme. No, yeah, I know. I looked it up cuz I thought it was fake. She was like, "Yeah, we like that you have the editing and writing skills." And I was like, mm, "That's so convenient." But then I like looked her up. <laughs> She's a real person. I looked up the company and it's like kind of legit, like it's not like scammy. And I'm like, oh, okay, I kind of want this job. That's beautiful. Now I want you to tell this funny story of, <laughs> it's story time, um, of how, wow, I'm great at speaking today. Yeah. Of how I need my noodles. I haven't had my noodles today. Yeah, um, you're really thinking about that butter. You're I like, am. Yes, I eat noodles just covered in butter because I'm six. <laughs> but, but anyway, uh, she told me, like, I don't know, a few weeks ago, this really crazy story of, like, yeah. some woman who emailed her about a job, and it just summed up, like, all of my frustration with the hiring process so perfectly that I just needed it to be shared with the general public, and I would like to share it on Twitter and on Instagram and Next. on Pinterest. Like, someone <laughs> needs to share this story. Okay, anyway. All right, I'm going to go into it. And I'm going to first describe the job posting because I didn't tell you about Wait, the job posting. Wait, where was the job posting? It was on LinkedIn, I think. Oh, and I LinkedIn reported it like it again. Yeah, I, I know. But you know what? I should have known about everything that like had happened like from the job posting because uh, at first okay. it said like receptionist slash administrative assistant slash like HR. It was like three different jobs with like a bunch of slashes. And I was like, oh, oh okay. okay. Yeah, I know. I was like, all right. And then they were like, this is a consulting firm. We, uh, this is a like family 
run consulting firm. Who's oh, and that consulting firm again. Yeah, I know. They use that word specifically, but they did not describe what they were doing. And they were like, we are looking for someone. We are will like who, who entry level for this entry level position. Like we are willing to pay for training as long as you're willing to stay after like the job, like work extra hours to do it. And they're like, we're not just looking for someone to just fill this position. Only apply if you want to be here for a while, for a long time, if you want to grow with this company. And I was like, I don't, but I want a job and I'm a really <laughs> good liar. So I'll do it because um, I was just that desperate. So I applied at 12 o'clock at night because... What was the application? Um, what was it? I think it was just like just email us. Oh, okay. I think. Mm-hmm. I don't remember. I think it was that. It um, probably was. Most LinkedIn yeah, jobs I think are that. So. Yeah. Um, and I said this at 12 o'clock at night because, like, I usually – that's when I usually get anxious about, like, not having a job. So I'll <laughs> apply to a bunch of jobs in the middle of the night. So I closed my laptop after I did, like, my 15th application. That was one of them. And then I just, like, went to sleep. And then I woke up the next morning and I checked my email and then I checked my junk mail because I've had this happen before where it's, like, a legitimate job sends me an email. But then it just goes straight to my spam. And I'm like, that's weird. Um but yeah, so then I check my e- my spam folder, and then I see this email that was sent to me from like two in the morning from this like lady. I forgot what her name was now. I think it was like Susan, or it, it was something that started with an M. I don't call remember. her out. Call her yeah, out. I, so <laughs> I forgot her name, and it was sent at like two in the morning, and so I click it, and sh- the lady's all like, uh, it begins like this. It was all like, I'm so sorry for getting back to you so late. Um, I, I am at the hospital attending to my widowed aunt who had a recent heart attack and she has been in the ICU for several days. I have been with her this whole time and we've almost (laughs) lost her a couple of times. And then they were like, I, I barely got out just to send you this email because the, the wife, I don't know, like the Wi-Fi data doesn't penetrate deep into the surgery ICU unit or something like that. <laughs> That's Grey's Anatomy. Yeah, I know. I don't know what she was. She was, like, going on. And I was like, great. I love hearing about your widowed aunt. Um, like, not to be mean, but also I'm, like, really professional. And I don't want to be mean, but also, like, I don't care. That sounds like a you problem. Um, Who reaches out that way? Like I know. That's I don't you and you're dumping. That's a lot of emotional stuff to dump on someone you don't know. So then this lady's all like, great, now that you want to work here, first of all, we'd like you to fill, to answer this resume. Um, or not resume, I'm sorry. To answer these que- this questionnaire that we've put together. It, th- there's no right answer. Just answer honestly. We just want to get a feel of your personality or something. So I was like, all right. First of all, there's like, I scrolled through it real quick. There was like 50 questions or something. It was like a lot. It wasn't like, you know, like the regular like 20 or something, you know. And I go to, like, I start looking through it, and, like, some of the questions are, you know, pretty basic. They're like, um, you know, like, what happens when y- you you run into trouble at work? Like, something, like, doesn't go your way. Like, how do you deal with that? Or your one of your peers, one of your colleagues has a really bad idea. How would you handle <laughs> the situation? Which is, you know, pretty common. You know, it's like, how would you handle problems in the workplace? Uh-huh. You know, it's, which I'm like, okay, that's pretty standard questions. And then, like, the questions get kind of weird. They're like, you walk into a coffee shop. What are you going to order? And I'm like, oh, oh right. what the heck? 
I know. And another one's all like, what's your favorite adult beverage? I feel like you don't need both of those questions. You, I know. You only need one. Asked both. And I was like, okay. And then I started getting into really weird questions. Like, what if you saw someone step on the American flag? What will you do? <laughs> How do you feel about guns? How do you feel about people bringing guns into the workplace? That's so funny. I mean, obviously, those are real questions. Yeah. I think that's hilarious that they're asking you that on the same form where they're asking you what you'd order at a coffee shop. And then there's some that are, like, really politically charged. Like, the D. it was revealed that the DNC, like, ruined Bernie Sanders' opportunity to run for president just to get Hillary. How do you feel about this? And I'm like... (laughs) What is this? And like, and it's like, how do you feel about the NFL and Colin Kaepernick? Oh my God. I would, I would have responded. I I was like, I should have like with my honest opinion. So they could be like, I I don't know. Your resume is kind of spotty. Bye. I should probably be like, there were some wrong answers and they're all of yours. Yeah. It's like uh, psych. We actually don't want you here. Um, so yeah, it was like really like that's the oddest thing ever. I don't know why you're asking me all these questions. I showed it to like everybody, and then everybody was all like, "Don't answer," and I'm like, "Duh, I'm not <laughs> going to answer these questions. I'm not that desperate. I will not answer those questions for a job." Um, so yeah, that was like really weird experience. Um, I still, I still like, la- I think about that a lot, and I laugh because it's like, I, I felt like it was kind of scammy. Because, uh, yeah. yeah, they sent me an email, like, 2 in the morning. Like, calm down. I love that. I love that so much. Like, it's not even okay. I love that she told you about her fake aunt and the ICU. I know. It sounds fake. She was like, it's my widowed aunt. And I was like, why do I need to know your aunt's widowed? I don't know. If anything, that's less sad. Because then when she dies, it's like, no one's there. So it's all right. Like, you got to take care of that. Um, Sorry. Yeah, so um, be careful with job posting, guys, or else you're going to get weird emails like that in your spam folder. Also, I think you want some... those. Like, I'm looking for that. Give me this entertainment. I need some comedic <laughs> relief. You should go to LinkedIn then. And that's oh, why. my gosh. I, I do. What... Sometimes I browse just to see the really? spam. Well, I get them in my inbox, like, every day because... Still? Yeah, I I'm I love subscribing to spam. So oh. I like get those from when I'm panicked about jobs and I applied for all the mailing lists. So now I know them all. Oh, so you're on everywhere. Find her on Glassdoor, indeed. I've LinkedIn. left reviews on Glassdoor before. Whoa, about I couldn't do it for my last company, though. Boy, did I, was I want to. Because there was just, like, they would know. There, I was the only one in that position ever. Yeah, so, like, yeah. that would be obvious. And so, <laughs> oh, but I really wanted to. But I definitely left them for some a certain restaurant that I used to work at mm. in college. I, yeah. I let them know what was up. Had a lot to say. Oh my gosh. <laughs> I love, like, honestly, one of my favorite things about working at restaurants is, like, I don't know, I love it. I love reading the bad reviews about the restaurant I work at. That that gave me so much fuel to, like, <laughs> get through the day. Oh, that's that's one of my main hobbies in life is reading bad reviews. I like reading I bad reviews it. for things beyond my own jobs, like, just mm-hmm. in general, bad <gasps> reviews. Oh my gosh, no, yes. Okay, I remember when remember when I went on that trip. Like, okay, there's this... Okay, so when we were in Venice, we were, like, trying to find a place to eat. 
And then some lady, like, we were walking by this one place. And, like, some of the restaurants were, like, try to get you in there. Which, first of all, let me tell everybody. That's how you know the restaurant is not Yes, good. they They're do that all over the there. world. They do that they in do. Miami, too, don't they? They, like, come yeah. out you on the street. Yeah, they'll be like, come in, come in. Anyways, and she did this. And she's like, come in, come in. And we're like, mm, I always check reviews. And I saw it was, like, terrible. So my dad's all like, all right, yeah, yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll we're going to check a few restaurants. We might come back. Lady's like, yeah, come back. I t- I saw the reviews of the restaurant. Like, literally, it was, like, two and a half, like, maybe one and a half. It was so bad. Like, everybody was complaining about how bad they would, like, scam people. Like, they would, like, try to get you in by promising, like, free stuff. And then they charge you for it. That happened to me in South Beach, and they were giving me tons of alcohol. I was a minor. They did not card me. This guy just kept bringing it out, and then it was like a gazillion dollars. Like, I did not want to be there in the first place, but anyway, that's my story. No, but that's perfect, though, because they would get you all this alcohol, and then they're like, you have to pay for it, and you're like, I'm 18. And then that puts them in the pickle, because they can't make you pay for it, because then they have to admit that they... I should have at the time. I should have been like, excuse me, I'm literally 20. I'm going to go get the cops. And then they would be like, oh, no, don't do that. It's fine. So then get um, out of this. This was not what happened. So (laughs) puts them in a pickle because it's all like, oh, because they have if they're like, oh, no, you have to pay. Then it's all like then you're admitting that you served alcohol to a minor or yeah, I mean, I mean, alcohol to someone, you know, that's a minor. Okay. So yeah, minor. I don't know. You said you were 20. <laughs> yeah, but I wasn't of legal drinking age. I don't know how old I was. I was not 21. I remember that. All right. Well, you were minor. You were 16 years old and they were giving you out drinks. Wow, this is a really productive podcast about the realities of working after college. I know. <laughs> um, okay, so we can transition into the other minor topic, which was that I've been hustling you out. So that I don't have to work as much. Because yeah. I'm lazy. So I've been paying Isabel to help me with some of my tasks as a online writer. And she's been doing great. And too bad Thank she you. can't get her own job doing that. I know. I'm <laughs> mad because I applied to the same company. before. They did not respond. Yet I'm doing a kick butt job. Although, honestly, they did not respond to me for probably several months. I got that job, like, way after I applied for it. So something tells me they probably have, like, a backlog list of people that they onboard really slowly. So it's most likely that. Um, I know, and it seems pretty easy. And from what you're telling me, I mean, yeah, it is kind of easy because I I did it. And I'm like, yeah, that's fine. And also from what you're telling me, it's really easy to become a favorite because all these people are junk at their jobs. Well, the thing is with freelance writing and most freelance jobs is most of the people um, working in that industry are from overseas, which is fine, like, of course. But the issue here (laughs) is they will be okay being grossly underpaid. Um, like we're talking like really underpaid, like $10 for like a thousand words of writing, like that kind of underpaid or even worse, like so much worse than that. Like being paid one cent a word. I guess that is what 10. Okay. Um, (laughs) but like that kind of pay for like crappy work because usually English isn't their first language. And I mean, some of them Mm -hmm. of course can be like more talented than others, but a lot of them don't have any experience writing in English at all. They just do it because like online working is a really big culture in places like India, the Philippines, those are like the main two. So Mm -hmm. a lot of the writers for places like Upwork and the place that you applied and a lot of the jobs on like pro bloggers are usually hiring cheaper writers 
from India and the Philippines, which is why they get, like, lower quality work, which is usually fine for what they need. But it Mm -hmm. sucks when they do that because they pull down the whole industry and then people (laughs) think, like, oh, I can pay, like, this girl with a bachelor's degree who actually knows what she's doing. I can pay her one cent a word, too. Like, she should just do that. But, like, I can't live on that here, whereas you might be able to in the Philippines, but I can't here in Orlando. So, okay. Yeah, and also, like, you are actually giving quality stuff. Like, you're Yeah, not. that's the difference. Like, this, I went to school for this. Like, you obviously don't need to go to school to be a freelancer. But if you speak English as a first language and you're a competent writer, I feel like mm-hmm. you should be paid Yeah, so more it's like, that. yeah, so they're basically getting their money's worth. Like, even though they're not paying you one cent, like, it's, it's still worth it. Which I don't understand why they just don't understand that. Um, it's because so. people are cheap. Yeah, I get it. <laughs> and also, it's like, that's usually not what they're concentrating on. Yeah, like, we, like the stuff you helped me with, those are usually for um, like SEO link building. So like the sole purpose of that <laughs> isn't sometimes, well, they do try to focus on quality content, but the main goal is to link build. So we'll include like a link to a website. Honestly, that's how most link building works. Yeah. Whether or not that is ethical is another question for Google. Yeah. I mean, there's uh, it's a fine line in SEO whether or not that is ethical or not. But I think it's okay as long as you are keeping it relevant. But anyway, that got into an ethical debate. So, what did you <laughs> what did you learn from your very short time writing freelance? Um, how is it to, like, manage your own work and, like, I don't know, be responsible for yourself, basically? Yeah, I, I feel like I'm such a slow writer, so that was one thing I, like, I got mad about, because I felt like this is so easy, but, like, I'm so slow of, like, thinking about I didn't about think you were that stuff. slow. The part that takes longest is, like, the initial stuff, like, figuring out what to write about. A lot of times yeah. there's very little guidance. Even working with other clients, like I'm doing now, there's still very little guidance, Usually you sort of have to make a lot of decisions yourself mm-hmm. about where to actually take it and just sort of hope you're doing it right. And yeah. that's it. Like I remember there was this one where I had to do about like how to save up for retirement. So like yeah. a lot of my time was just trying to figure out how to save up for retirement. <laughs> like, like I'm 22. I don't know. <laughs> I know. And it's like they're throwing all these phases, phrases like, you know, when you have health care that's high deductible low something i don't know like there was like a friend i was like i don't know what that means i don't know healthcare. high deductible low premium that's it like high deductible low premium like hsas roth iras get that roth ira and i'm like i don't know what is this so like i had to like take a good chunk of my time to like look at it what that means understand (laughs) it yeah and then like make sure i comprehend it like i have to go to my parents and be like so an HSA is blah, blah, blah. And then they're like, yeah, that's it. I was like, okay. Because <laughs> I need to like <laughs> check it and make sure that like what I'm understanding is what it is. Also, I oh, should weird. be saving for retirement. So everyone can have a you panic attack to, about like, that. It made me really anxious. <laughs> I was like, man, I should really be learning. Also, yeah, I learned a lot about lingerie about that one. Oh, yeah, there's that- another one on lingerie. Yeah, that made me nervous because they're like the season's bestsellers. And I'm like, I don't know which those are. You know what? They never do. I made so, it up. I was like, hey, that's honestly leather? Yeah, you're like, like, leather for the summertime? Who wants a good body suit? It's like, uh, it's like a jumpsuit for your whole body. Sexy, right? Uh, I think I used that phrase, too. I was like, you so cover funny. your whole body. That doesn't sound sexy in the bedroom. But once you see this, man, oh, man. 
Uh, yeah, a lot of the time I have no idea what I'm writing about. I just took on a new client and I had no idea what I was writing about. But we're out here doing it anyway. And honestly, I was just open with him. He was like, are you an expert on, um, it's for like furniture design. He was like, do you know a lot about furniture? I was like, no. And, (laughs) but I was like, but I, I'm definitely willing to learn. And he was like, yeah, that's more important to me than you coming in with like all this information about furniture design like he doesn't expect you to know that and that's true for most industries except maybe like tech <laughs> yeah because tech i understand because it could get like really complicated really quick um, it's not about it i i feel like that's not something you could just pick up really easy. i'm trying because i write about it all the time oh it, my goodness but no so hard you do have like a tech i thing. have enough to yeah. fake it <laughs> you like know how to build. You like you know how to build like a website, which I think it like so you're more susceptible to understanding. Yeah, I mean, like, I understand tech stuff easier, I guess, but I it's not like I'm not a. I did a lot on cryptocurrency. Like, I don't know. Yeah, about I don't even know what crypto. That's like a the Bitcoin, right? Yeah. Uh, well, there's plenty of them, but like we were oh, talking wait, about, like yeah, there's more than just Bitcoin. There was we're wait, talking what? About, what this is confusing to you. I never knew that. I thought it was just, I just don't understand about money that doesn't exist. Okay. I just, oh my have God, I've made a lot of money around. in Bitcoin. So I'm, I don't understand it. I just throw my money at it. I have an investment app. I invest in all of them. Um, I Ooh, invest girl. in Bitcoin. Wait, I'll give you the list. Everyone, Remember, get your, get your pencils out. Okay. Yeah. Um, you got all invest. Yeah. She made her money off of Bitcoin. She's oh rich my now. God, I'm going to have to bleep you out. Yeah, um, beep it out. I don't say that. <laughs> she made her money. She has gold buried in places in Orlando. If you check her blog, you'll be able to find the, her clues. Okay. And maybe you might get some of Sam's Bitcoin gold. <laughs> I don't have it anymore. <laughs> well, on that positive note, I'm going to end this podcast because everyone's freaking out. Um, yeah. A.K.A. the Florida weather. And also my dog. And me. And and Isabel. So we'll see. <laughs> we'll see if she gets a job next time. Yeah. Um, thanks for tuning in to another episode. I am super sorry that it was the messiest thing ever. That sort of accurately reflects my life at this point in time. So it feels appropriate. Um, thanks for listening. I'll see you next week. You can find me on the internet at samanthability.com or samanthability on Instagram or that's about it. So see you next week. Goodbye.